Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode of Friendshipping is sponsored by who else? Backblaze, of course. Thank God they're here. Get unlimited computer backup for Macs or PCs for just $6 a month. Backup documents, music, photos, videos, drawings, podcasts, projects, all of your data. You can restore files anywhere you have internet, and even if you are off the grid, we can overnight a hard drive to you. Not, not Trin and I. Backblaze can do this. Yeah, we will never. I do don't this even know how you. to. I don't even. I really, don't know where you. Live. I don't know what a hard drive is. Yeah. Over forty billion files restored. Get yourself a free, fully featured trial at backblaze.com/cpc. Please make sure you visit backblaze.com/cpc so they know where you came from and can continue to support our show. Go there, play with it, start protecting yourself from bad times. Start today. Start today, guys. Jen, I love your energy. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is, is Friendshipping. Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Ooh, uh, non, non-believers, bad friends, not having empathy for a situation, being really nasty and mean. Um, I'm kind of mad about it. Jen's very... This is when a friend does not believe the emotional difficulties of another friend. Oof. How about that? Yeah, there you go. That's much better <laughs> than what too I said. You're too angry. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Trin, please talk to me about the shirt you're wearing because okay. it's it's making me smile. There's there's so much going on. So first, I want to say today I do feel like I am cosplaying someone who is cooler than me. You know what I'm saying? But it's you. You know, okay, so, like, I'm bisexual, but am I this bisexual? I don't know. (laughs) Is anybody? (laughs) Can you be? Based on your outfit, you're very bisexual. Yes. I love that. So my amazing, perfect partner. So we were watching Big Dream Small Spaces with Monty Don, who is uh, Britain's top garden daddy. (laughs) Is that the name of the show? It is. Well, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Garden <laughs> Top gardening daddy, money Don. Um, so we're watching this show, and uh, what it's about is if you have a small yard. Like, a lot of people think that this show, by, based on the title, is about, like, micro homes, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's about if you have, like, a little yard, you can make a, a beautiful garden. And it's so good. It's such a good show. I've, I watched, I've watched everything available on Netflix. And there was an old man on that show. Mm. And he was wearing a sweatshirt with the words head gardener embroidered on the chest. And I was furiously jealous. I envied. I coveted. You know, <laughs> like that belongs to me. I think I probably said those words. And so Connell went out and got it made for me. And I love it because I am the head gardener. It's so good. I'm also wearing like this, uh, this like flower printed, very 90s collared yeah. shirt underneath. I know. It. It's, it's a great look you got going. Thank you. I feel like like a playa or something. I, I love know. it. Oh, I, I love it. Like I just, I feel like a rugged forest bisexual. Oh, you know that's a that's a great category of bisexual. Yeah, my 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 pants are cuffed. My sleeves are cuffed. You've got a collar. My my jeans reach as far up my torso as possible. Yeah, almost to your neck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looking and feeling very cool. And there's a dog in our office today. Oh my god, that dog! So Drin walked by me and without like introduction, but I knew exactly what I knew exactly what you meant. You go. The problem is he has such curly hair. <laughs> and I know, I knew immediately what you were talking about, which is the dog on the other side of the room, which wasn't currently visible, but I knew what you were referring to. Oh, yeah. There's a Bernese Mountain puppy in our office today. 
who's maybe 95 pounds so big. and six months old. So large. And he's he's so sweet and so, also such a dog. Like, if you're not a dog person, this will not be the dog that convinces you to like dogs because no. he's such a dog. Like, he first he gave, he like licked my hand and wagged his tail, and then he tried, he opened his huge maw and tried to gently put his, my entire wrist in his mouth. Like, you did that to me also? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, you didn't hurt. You know, he's play biting, but he was gently like, I'm going to, I'm going to eat you. I'm going to eat you now. And I, in that moment, I fell smack in love. Me too. Oh, he's so cute he's and big. so cute and large and puppy. Because he looks like a full-grown boy. I know. You know? But he sure is not. He's not yet, which he's is pretty scary. Such puppy. Extreme pup. He uh, tried to chew on my shoe as I was wearing it. <laughs> I love him. And so he's, he's, you know, Bernie's mountain dog. But imagine curly hair i know it's like he hasn't grown out of his puppy fluff yet so oh. he's got like a, he's got, he looks like he's got like italian curls he looks like uh a, a steven universe's head yes if, yes if steven universe were a dog yeah he looks like cory matthews yes, <laughs> oh man oh and his name is chunk 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 not chuck which i thought it was chunk Chunk. When his uh when his owner told me that i was like no and he's like yeah chunk and i was like what Wait, seriously? And I like I even like picked up his little tag and it says chunk. It says chunk. Jen, I you know how you and I are technically game developers? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. No, you are. You are. No, we both are. We both are. Yeah, yeah. I always forget this. Like you definitely I mean, like you definitely are. And you definitely are. So that's the thing, is like we both think that about each other. So okay. We're yeah. literally doing the Spider-Man meme right now. <laughs> We're literally <laughs> pointing, pointing at, at each, each other. other. Okay, so I was recording for the Kickstarter Games podcast, which I just launched today. KickstarterGamesPodcast.com. Oh, Thank you very much. I had to learn so many, how to do so many things. Oh, that's amazing. KickstarterGamesPodcast.com. Thanks. Um, I'm really happy with it. Um, we did a lot of like event recording and stuff, um, and which I continue to do. So last week I was at uh, an event. There was like a, a game night at Logan Theater. And uh, I ran into a number of our friends because mm -hmm. that's like how everybody knows each other. And I had my recording device on me. And oh, what a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. I got some really good audio. And I noticed that every time I would talk with one of our friends, I would say something like, um, oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm just doing this Kickstarter podcast thing. And they, then they'd immediately, like, apologize and be like, oh, I, I'm not working on a game right now. Like, like, like that kind of oh, thing. Oh, like, I'm not relevant right now? Yes. So, like, I, I just, I wish that I had thought to say it then, but I didn't. So I'm going to say it now because it, ha again, it happened more than once, but I, I was tired and, and drinking. So like maybe three or four times. And I just wanted to say, you don't need to be like actively producing a game for you to be an important part of the games community. Oh my gosh. That's you know? so true. Yeah. It's so interesting that more than one person did it. Yeah. Like, oh no, no, I don't need any, don't, you shouldn't give me coverage right now. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, imagine, like, Jamie Sanchez. Like, she's not actively working on a game. She's a staple, though. But, like, she's if we didn't... on a pillar. Exactly. So it's like, uh, and it also extends to, like, you know, your worth as a person. And for me to want to, like, talk to you, for anybody to want to talk to you, will never be defined by what you're producing. Like, we don't care. I don't care. Nobody yeah. cares. We love you. Man, I need to learn that lesson, too. Today, when I was like, okay, so what are my side projects right now? Because we wrote the book. And I was like, all right, I don't have any extra stuff, like, other than friendshipping. And I was like, well, also, you do have to still write the book. And I was like, all right, see, you do have stuff. Also, it doesn't matter. Also, it doesn't matter. And honestly, like, I told myself that I would, I would take a break. I'm actually taking the Thanksgiving day, the day after, and that weekend to be completely unplugged. Oh, that's wonderful. No work, no projects. No, no projects. scheduling. Yeah. That's so good for your brain. When I do that, I always, that, like, the following Monday or whatever, feel ready. I'm yeah. like, man, I, I have an idea. Or, like, I, I miss this. or 
let's talk, let's let's take notes for the next episode. Like I usually like I, you need to kind of pull yourself away if only if only to make you want to do it again. You know, it's like when uh, when you really, really, really have to go to sleep. So it's really, really difficult to go to sleep. Yep. But when you're trying to keep yourself awake, you super want to go to sleep. You know that feeling. Oh, yes, absolutely. Speaking of yes. not knowing whether or not you want to go to sleep. That's always relevant. We have an interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. It's we- your turn. Oh, yes, it is. All right. We'll see how far I can get before I fuck it up. No, no, you won't. You're going to be beautiful. And even <laughs> if you mess up the words, there will be words coming from your mouth, so they're perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's Thank true. you. It's the facts. Dear Jen and Trin, I'm going to be a bridesmaid next year for a friend. We'll call her Jenny. We have known each other for a very long time, but I often have a hard time feeling like I can be honest with her. I think I am unconsciously afraid of offending her or saying the wrong thing since she has gotten very overly upset in the past for things other people have done and said and canceled them as a result. I got to say, when we first read this first paragraph, we thought this was going to go very differently. Yeah, when I saw the word canceled, I was like, oh, Oh, here we go. But strap in, y'all. Yeah. Recently, whenever I see the bride-to-be and her partner, he, him, there's a lot of complaining about a mutual friend. We'll call this mutual friend Alice. They have said some very offensive things about Alice to me, like doubting her struggles with suicidal thoughts and depression and overanalyzing every interaction between them. I'm honestly really tired of listening to these things. I've tried to be diplomatic and defend Alice without stepping on Jenny's toes, but these things keep coming up when we see each other, almost like she's trying to convince me of how bad Alice is when I know that Alice is a good person and doesn't deserve this. From what I hear, Alice and Jenny don't interact much anymore, and it seems like Alice won't be coming to the wedding. I also don't think Alice is aware of the animosity Jenny has been building towards her and gossiping about her. At this point, I just want to be done with the wedding duties as soon as possible to get myself out of this cycle. But I also want to stop talking about this topic with Jenny. I have a very hard time with confrontation, so I would prefer not to get in a fight with Jenny, especially since I'm part of the wedding. To be honest, if this keeps coming up, I'm not sure if I even want to be friends with her anymore. Help. Thanks so much. She, her. So FYI to the listeners, we actually have a little more information than you do that we decided, you know, with the listener to not put on the air. So based on that information, the listener is much closer to Alice than Jenny is. Uh, thumbs up? Yeah, that was that nailed it. Cool. So we like to give a lot of leeway to people who are about to embark on like a giant party or new life chapter. They may be under some stress. However... This is unacceptable Yeah, behavior. it absolutely is. When I first skimmed it, and you wrote to us, we've known each other for a long time, I'm a little afraid of offending Jenny. I kind of thought that wasn't relevant to the question about Alice, but now I can see it's extremely relevant. Because you, and you also said you're not good with conversation. Who is, honestly? But you've given us a lot of information about Jenny, how they treat people, how they talk about people, how they treat someone in distress. And if we have this information, you have this information tenfold. Yeah. When we read a question, we always assume that the asker is going to make themselves look the most positive in like in the question and that there's probably going to be negatives that they're, that they're not listing. However, the very the, the t- even if this question was like two sentences long and it was like, I have a friend who doesn't believe that my dear friend that I've spent time with is having a is unwell and they're gossiping about this person. That is awful. That is crucial information. It's terrible information to know. I I am so sorry, buddy. That is, it's really upsetting me. Yeah. Yeah. If somehow, even if Alice somehow was um, faking her depression or her her suicidal thoughts, very doubtful, by the way. Yeah, we both. I I do not believe that. Mm -mm. But if some, in, in a world where that was possible. It's still not okay to say these nasty things about her. Yeah. If someone was faking that kind of thing or or falsifying it or or had had a story of half-truths, that person is still not well. 
Yeah. That's not something someone who's in a good place does. Yep. Uh, it's, and it's unacceptable to say these things about someone that you care deeply about. It also says a lot about how they think about mental health and uh, people with depression. Like if you if you step back and zoom out, this is a very terrible perspective to have. And I have a really hard time. I, I don't think I could respect someone who treated someone like this. Yeah, I, I 100 percent agree with you. And both Jen and I agree that. OK, so you mentioned like I should I still be a bridesmaid? Like, how should I do this? Should I just go do whatever it is that will cause you the least amount of pain and drama? This is a perfectly acceptable reason to bow out of being, being a bridesmaid, which is the reason being the bride is acting like a piece of shit <laughs> yeah. you know, about an unwell person. Um, however, if you just want to bridesmaid it up and, uh, and just bow out right after, that is also OK, because the truth is Alice and her partner will probably continue to act this way regardless of how kind you are to them, how few waves you make. So deal with your feelings first because their feelings, I, I think, I feel like they don't really matter. I, I totally agree because they're going to vilify this person no matter what. Yeah. They probably feel comfortable doing it around you just because you also know this person and like, oh, it's, an, it's a conversation we can have in front of them. It's okay. But they'll, they'll feel that way and talk about them even if you're not around. So at this point, you got to do what's best for you. It's something that you can live with. I can tell you want to conduct yourself with integrity here, but it's not your job to, make, to fix this. And you can't. They're being awful. So you've already done the first thing that we would have suggested, which is to tell Jenny that you think her opinions are bad and that your friend is unwell and they need to, like, update their, their memo. So if you want to have another conversation, like, hey, this is where I stand. It's affecting how I feel about you and you are 100 percent clear. I would say go for it. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to change things, but if yeah. it makes you feel better, you should. Yeah. If you want to try one more time, you said you have a problem with confrontation and I understand. This is really uncomfortable because the clues you gave us about Jenny is that they are not an easy person to speak with about serious issues. I mean, you can try one more time if you want to tell Jenny and their partner, like, I'm not comfortable being with you guys any longer after what you've said about Alice. It's just not acceptable. I, this is hard to do because uh, there's definitely some kind of power imbalance dynamic here. If they're so comfortable talking shit about Alice in front of you already... Um, I don't like Trin said, I don't think you're going to make them stop. They're right. not going to be like, oh, my God, you're right. We've been terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, that seems doubtful. People don't love saying out loud. My I made a mistake. Yeah. Several, yeah. several, several times over and over and over again. If you do have this final conversation with them, I would say make sure you hit all four of these points. One, you don't approve of the way that they've been talking about Jenny. Two, they are being unfair, according to you, a source who is very close to the issue. So it's weird that they're arguing with you because you know you have more information than they do. Right. Three, kind people don't act this way. They're not acting kindly. You don't have to say, oh, you're being a fucking dick or whatever. But you can say, like, you're not acting with kindness right now. And then the last thing is that it's good to say out loud, you're damaging our relationship when you spread false information. Because at the end of the day, this is gossip. This is garbage. Yeah. This is like they're probably talking shit about a whole lot more people. Right. I mean. They are getting those good, juicy, gossipy feelings about about this conversation. And that's very hard, hard for you. It's hard for me. Like you've learned valuable information about Jenny and her partner and how unkind they're being. They're being unkind deliberately over and over again. And it's a choice they keep making. Yeah. So if you want our permission to do whatever you want in this situation, we yeah. give it to you. Because I, I don't think that. OK, so the kindest the most goodnessest out of your heart situation would be i'm laying this out i am telling you this is affecting me and hey this could actually affect your relationship with other people 
Nobody likes a fucking gossip. That's like the kindest situation. Absolutely. You could possibly it's like do. a courtesy. You I, get extra points for getting out of purgatory for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Trina, I like how you phrased it. I like how you laid out a consequence. If you keep talking like this about Alice, then you are damaging our friendship. Yeah. And this isn't even touching on the, the very important thing, which I don't think is something you can teach them, which is they have a warped idea of mental health and mental wellness. They have bad opinions that on their like foundational level that I don't think that you can change. That would be a like third conversation in the future after like, you know what, we will stop talking shit because the problem ultimately isn't just that they're gossiping. It's that they are so mean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everyone gossips. But this is some next level trash talking, digging into someone's character and doubting their own mental health. You have even more reason to be pissed off. Yeah. It's like they don't trust you. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck these people. Fuck these people, man. Oh, God. Um, so, like, like Trin was saying, they have a very warped, incorrect view of mental health and the very real consequences of believing that people who are uh, unwell are faking it. Like, that is, that is real-world implications. I really hope neither of them work in the healthcare industry. Oh, my God. Or any industry. I hope they have no—I hope they're not in charge of anyone. Man, it reminds me of that TikTok that was going around of the nurse who was like dancing to the sound of somebody coughing because they were faking it. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. About? The nurse, the the nurse posted a funny TikTok video, ha ha hilarious, of them being like, "We know when you're faking it," as in, we know when patients are fake coughing to get attention or whatever. It's like well, you should definitely not work in healthcare. Yeah, that is really upsetting. Um, yeah. Nurses have a very hard job and they're under un, overworked and underpaid. But uh, that's never an excuse to assume people are faking their illness. Yeah, that's that's never an excuse to the deny the humanity of somebody whose health you are in charge of. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm learning a lot from the people who are who do work in healthcare who are re- like retweeting and commenting yeah, yeah. on the video and being like, "Hey, this isn't funny because people." don't take women's health seriously and black women are three times more likely than any white person to get ignored by a doctor misdiagnosed or sent out of a hospital without getting the care they need. Man, can you imagine if in this question, I don't even want to think about this, but if uh, Jenny and her partner are both white and Alice is a person of color? Yeah, that's... That would be, I'm going to, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, this is a done Throw a smoke bomb. Yeah, this is a... Get the fuck out of there. Drop a smoke bomb and smash a window to get out of there. Yeah, absolutely. Take as many of the party favors. What are those little almonds? Yeah. Take those Jordan almonds home with you. Steal some shit on your way out and definitely don't be in the wedding. Taffeta tablecloths, whatever they have. Nowhere in this question did you indicate that Jenny can be taught, wants to hear what you think, cares what you think. You didn't say, um, you know, what's sometimes in questions we read between the lines. So nowhere in this question did you indicate that Jenny is a good listener, cares what you think, or is just fucking up in this one way, but you've you've gone through some stuff together and they've really come through and been a good friend. There's nothing like that in here. And that is telling me that it's not worth it for you to sit down and explain why this is so hurtful. Because we have pretty clear signals here that they're not going to listen. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the uh, the asker already tried to talk to yeah, them. Yeah, right? You gave you gave it an attempt and it went very poorly. Ugh. So it, I feel like that's it. Let's talk about the wedding. Oh. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. We understand if you want to still be in the wedding and then ditch this hoe. Oh, yeah. If it makes you feel better to be nice and play along until you can gracefully extricate yourself, then you 100% have our backing. Yeah. I mean, let's be realistic. Life is hard. We all wish we were able to say, 
no, Jenny, this is awful. And I hope your wedding goes terribly. <laughs> like, that's not the world we live in. Like, there's no heroes and villains. I mean, there's pretty clear villain here, but you know what I mean. Like, I it's not, life is not that, not that exciting or interesting. It's more like you're going to quietly put up with this and then ghost. Yeah. If Jenny were able to, if, if, they, if she had shown any indication that she could be empathetic to your side. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't care that this makes you so uncomfortable. Right. I, I, if, I were, if I were the asker, which asker, don't do exactly what I would do. Do what you would do. I'm just sharing. If I were in the asker's position, I would probably do that one last conversation just to make myself feel like I had done what I could. Yeah. You know? Even though I would have very little hope of things changing. Low I would expectations. Be like, yeah, but like it's like anything else. It's like I don't think that my recycling my aluminum cans is going to like save the planet. But I also, you know, I can do what's in my power. Yeah, it brings you peace. Yeah, and yeah. if it brings you peace to have the conversation, I would say do it. And this can go a lot of different ways. You can say specifically it is not okay to think this or say this about Alice. Or you can say this subject is off limits when I'm around. Hard no, hard pass. We're not bringing up Alice when I'm around. Got it? Don't care. We're not doing it. Cool. <laughs> like you can make it, um, I, I almost said take a, like a moratorium on a subject, but I think a moratorium by definition means you'll return to the subject eventually. Yeah, you don't have to do and that. you are not doing that. No. I don't see the asker being friends with this person afterwards. Yeah. And I, I don't either. And I don't. We encourage you to I, not. I, be I, encourage, with them. I encourage this winding this one down. Yeah. Especially because when you have somebody who, doubts what's within your mind, you know? That's scary. Like, that's really, that's scary. And that probably extends to everyone. It probably means that this Jenny person is just close-minded and not empathetic. And hopefully they will learn how to do this because opening your mind and being empathetic are both skills that you can learn and get better at. But they don't seem to want to change. Yeah, they don't want to listen to you. I mean, it's not like Alice is there fighting with them. Alice isn't even there to defend themselves. That's so, oh man, that made my stomach turn. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is why weddings are so hard, right? Because if you stand up in someone's wedding, you're kind of endorsing them. But who among us hasn't had to do that? I've done it twice. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> in, in other bridal parties. You're talking about my, my wedding, right? I, I, <laughs> your bri being in your bridal party was one of the greater joys of my life. Thank to be you. Able to, like, <laughs> to be able to support and be there for somebody that I like genuinely really love and not just like a cousin that I am like obligated to go stand up for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who among us hasn't had to do this in life? Like, right? Like, you know, we would love to advocate for a clean break and, and you can leave with your head held high. But there are other ways to leave with your head held high. Yeah. So, like, in conclusion, I would say that you could go forward in any different direction and it would be okay. I think that bowing out of the wedding now is fine. Bowing out of the wedding later is fine. But ultimately, the most important thing is that you are there for Alice. And you have already been doing the work of countering these bad, gossipy words about her. And you don't have to change this person and you don't have to continue being their friend. It sounds like you know that. Once again, the answer is already hidden in the question. You're demonstrating a lot of integrity here. And I believe that you'll do, you'll do the right. You know, there's, never, there's rarely a right and wrong thing in life. Yeah. Um, life is never that simple. It's all gray area. Um, in this case, you have information. You got to, Trin, it's like you always say, you got to do the best you can with the information you have. And you've got some very interesting information here. <laughs> and uh, it just doesn't sound like, sound like someone to continue a friendship with. Yeah. But you're on the side of right and that you're yeah. backing up Alice. And I want you to feel good about your heart and, yeah. and where your integrity is. Yeah. Man, integrity is 
is a hard fucking thing to have. Yeah. I've been thinking about this word a lot in the past couple of weeks and what it really means to to do your best in a, a problematic, dark, broken world. And I can see that in you. And it's good for you. Yeah. You're on the right side. <laughs> we, so, Jen, it looks like we got a little extra time. And I would love to talk about that perfectly innocuous tweet going around that generated just thousands of garbage 12 replies. hours of dunking and piling on. A couple of people sent it to us on, on Twitter because they were like, do friendship. What do you think about this? So I, I, I have the thread open here. Trying not to spend a lot of time on Twitter, but I did want to bring this up. God, same. So it's a long thread by this woman who is a PhD in human sexuality, and she she tweets a lot about uh, social issues and mental health, etc. And there's a long thread, and the thread she's basically saying that she tends to be a go-to person for her friends when her friends need support or advice or help or whatever. And it culminated with her saying, someone reached out and asked for an example of how you can respond to someone if you don't have the time or space to support them. So in this case, a friend sends you a text or something and you're not able to help back in the moment. And she said, I offered this template, quote, I'm so glad you reached out. I'm actually at capacity or helping someone else who's in crisis, dealing with some personal stuff right now, et cetera, et cetera. It's a template. It's a template. I don't think it can hold appropriate space for you. Could we connect later date or time instead? Or do you have someone else you could reach out to? So this is a template they offered. And it has like a thousand retweets right now. And I would say 9,999 of them are dunking on her. I can't believe. I mean, I can believe it. I can believe it. But I was a little horrified. It's horrifying. Because so on a number of levels, this is horrifying. One. Okay. Jen, I'm just going to fucking launch into this. Yeah, let's do it. So one, this is a, they're they're a mental health professional. Yeah. PhD of uh, health study, sex studies. So, like, I obviously, I'm not the kind of person who thinks that institutional uh, titles and stuff like that mean everything. But I also know that most of the people who are dunk retweeting on this, like, don't actually know as much as she does. Yeah. Um, are you surprised that a PhD wrote something academic and offered a template that was a little stiff? Yeah. yeah duh. That's what academia is. That's what a template is. The yeah. template is, like, take this, put it in your—and that's what we do on the show a right, lot. It's right. Like, when we offer scripts—and um, I wrote this a lot in the book, too. It was like, put this in your own words. Yeah. Um, and, like, I agree that, you know, her template's a little stiff. It's not how personally I would offer it. Who cares? It's a template. It's yeah. an example. And it's actually an incredibly good idea. The sentiment I totally agree with. The Absolutely. idea of someone, and I've done this many times. Someone reaches out and says, that happened to me two hours ago. Someone texted me and goes, do you have time, uh, a moment where I can tell you my feelings on something? And I was like, yeah, I'm at work. I have nothing to do. <laughs> I don't have anything going on, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes the answer is actually, uh, can't right now. I'm about to walk into a movie. Or I can't right now. Um, I'm actually having a really bad day myself. Uh, let's give each other a solidarity fist bump and uh, check in tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Me and Andy do that all the time. Oh, really? That's nice. So like when so uh, my best friend Andy and I, we have I think I've mentioned this before. We both have a check in emoji. So uh, he'll text me a little satellite. And he, if he's like if he's trying to say, hey, I'm doing fine. Just want you to know that I'm doing fine, but I don't have anything to say. Here's my satellite is basically what that means. I love that. Satellite's a good emoji for that. And then I have um, I use the little plant. I was going to say, I bet I guess what trends is because I'm the I'm the sprout. I'm the sproutling. I love it. Uh, and then I send that back. Um, and uh, when that's not occurring, if we need each other, like sometimes Andy will be like, hey, like, do you have some time? Because I need to like vent. And I'll be like. Yo, I do too. Give me five hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. I mean, like, it might be as simple as wait till I get off work or come out of this meeting. Or actually, I just came from therapy and I can't, I can't do this right now. Or, uh, or the other option, which is, 
Actually, I can't right now, but vent text me all of your feelings and in a couple hours I'll be able to go through and I'll respond. Right. Yes, exactly. There are so many good options. There's so many good ways to do this. And like this template is stiff, but again, like it, it's too to for you to take and to run with. So, yeah, it really frustrated me how dunky this was. Because, so it was also like, well, is, is friendship transactional? Yeah. Is it like, um, do you, should I Venmo you a dollar if uh, I ask for your advice? Should I, do I owe you two wood for my one sheep, you know? <laughs> Actually, yes. That is a very important part of friendship. But here's the thing. Friendship is a little transactional. Yes, you should pay attention to if you're taking up all of your friends' time and energy or they're taking up all of your time and energy. You should pay attention to the dynamics and what goes between the two of you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I also saw some people commenting like, if my friend's in crisis and I replied with this, it's like, okay, we're not talking about your friends. If your friend sends you 911, this isn't right. what you reply with. Like, hello? And, and anywhere in the thread, is this person advocating for that? Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like, hey, my boss is being a dick. Can I dump for a little while? And you're like, not right now, but soon, buddy. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Yeah. Ah! Oh, man. And it, it really frustrated me because people clearly enjoyed dunking on her yes. on this so much. It took me like an hour of seeing this, like, wow, people are still talking about this. And then I was like, all right, people are just bullying. Yeah. Do people realize this is bullying? I like, don't it's internet think bullying. So. We are only supposed to bully like Nazis, Republican senators, and gun lobbyists on Twitter. Okay? Yeah. Like, like, does this person hold any kind of institutional power that we should be fighting against? No, they, what they're doing with their lives, literally what this person does with their life is try and help other people navigate their lives. What a good person. Let's harass her off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I hate her being here. Man, and I know, like, man, it felt so good to get all those dunks in. But did it, like, did you improve the world in any way today? Is Trash that Was that boys. a good? Yeah, it's a bummer. It's like people who are mean to Marie Kondo. I yeah. don't understand that either. Yeah. I have mean thoughts all the time. <laughs> but I try not to say them out loud. For, for for my detriment sometimes. <laughs> and I mean, like, I think that it's so good to, one, have a filter, and to, two, be aware of the negative thoughts that you have, because you will have them, and that's healthy and okay. It's so interesting how I think that sometimes this behavior is often reserved for non-men who just actively want to make the emotional state of the world better. Like yeah. Marie Kondo, this person who's like, hey, like, this is a hot tip for me, you yeah. know, whatever. Like, they both, their life mission is to, like, help people navigate their lives better. And why why are you being mean to that? And if that offends you or you don't like their style, that's what the mute button is for. God, is it ever. And you should also pay attention to those negative feelings you're having because you're constantly having them about women or women of color. Uh, beep, beep, beep. It's you. You're having a problem. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I know we're saying this to the friendshipping audience who, like, I'm sure is on board with everything we're saying. Yeah. Like, I just had to get it out there. I did, too. And I, I hope that our vent session uh, feels good to you, listener. And I hope that you're just like, hell yeah. The thing why this is, I think, so unique and, and weird is that their intent was so pure. I know. You know? Oh, I know. Like, that's what's, what sucks yeah. so much, is that it's not like some, like, idiot gamer. I know. I don't know. Like, I mean, in a week where we're all looking at Baby Yoda, you can't channel some of that Baby Yoda cuteness and energy and just ignore and not do the dunk. Yeah. But let's say something. We can't end on this. No, we can't. You know what's impressive to me is that this woman didn't delete any of this thread. 
I wouldn't blame her one bit if she was like, fuck all this and just got off Twitter. But I support her because she's correct. I know. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like, I want to feel that way. I want to feel like secure enough in my correctness because she's correct. I know. You know? And I really doubt it, doubt she expected backlash from uh, providing an academic template. You know what? I bet she's smart enough that she turned off uh, mentions from people who don't follow her. Oh, definitely. Because I've done, I know that some of my tweets have gone around like the right, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'll never hear their bullshit because I don't care about their opinions. Turn the volume down, mute them. Yeah, it's wonderful. So, how about this? Long story short, there is a function on Twitter where you can mute people who don't follow you. And usually those people are just in your mentions to be a dick to you. So, eh. yeah, eh. try it. Internet's great. <laughs> this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can at Do Friendship. If you would like to email us a question, you can also do that at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for designing. Thank you to Alex Cox for podfathering and audio daddying. Thank you to Monica Verma for agenting. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the problem. This episode of French Image. Damn it. <laughs> I love it! Treasure